G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. It turns out that the more we try to fill ourselves up with all the fun stuff this world has to offer, the emptier we feel. When are we finally going to wake up to the fact that life's not just about me? Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond and welcome to the program today as we take another look at this great paradox we call life. Life is full of paradoxes and contradictions and complexities. It's funny how we can see something one way, believe with all our heart that that's how it is, and then in an instant discover we had it all wrong. Like like lemmings sometimes, we all rush in one direction and just in time someone says, you realise that's a cliff? People and societies chase after this idea or that belief. They believe it with all their hearts, only to discover it doesn't work. Take just one thing, consumerism. The advertising industry has a single, very simple mantra that rings out through almost every advertisement, and it's this. If you buy me, you'll be happy. And to convince us of that, each ad has glossy images of success plastered all over it, images of the things that we aspire to. Beauty, luxury, quality, comfort, happiness, a great marriage, a beautiful, happy, successful woman, a handsome, strong, driven man delighted, well-adjusted teenagers without acne. In effect, the ads tell us what to aspire to because they're defining success. Fine dining, business class travel, crystal clear widescreen televisions, big houses. Who doesn't want those things? But when we finally get there, it's a case of, well, so what? Great, but now what's next? Who doesn't want a good espresso coffee or or sit in those wide, comfortable seats at the front of the plane or or to drive a nice car or to have a happy family? You know the ads that really, really get me? You see the Father's Day and Mother Day ads on television sometimes and they have images of happy, well-adjusted children, you know, come in on Mother's Day or Father's Day morning and jump on Mum and Dad's bed and they're all smiling, they're all happy. What mother or father doesn't want that to be the story of their family? Or even the margarine advertisements, you know, in the mornings and and all these happy people all well-dressed and their hair groomed, having breakfast, drinking freshly squeezed orange juice, scraping margarine on perfectly cooked toast just to sell margarine. Or those watches that cost, you know, upmarket thousands of dollar type watches and you have images of multi-million dollar racing yachts that appeal to the man inside the man. Or the four-wheel drives. You notice they're always on beautiful, wide country roads that lead towards freedom, never in the maddening peak-hour traffic where most people drive them, or the washing powder that'll make your clothes whiter than white and brighter than bright, or the showers that never need cleaning, or the germ-free sparkling toilets. This incredible list, on and on and on, all with the same message, buy me and you'll be happy. But the plain, simple fact is... It's just not true. I mean, most of the things, they're good. There's nothing wrong with any of those things. But they don't fulfil us. They don't fill us up. 
our career, self-actualizing through our work and power and big salaries, whatever people want out of their careers. You see, it doesn't matter what it is or how exciting or glamorous it appears, ultimately, all work becomes mundane and ho-hum. You might be thinking, Bernie, what's the matter with you today? I mean, why are you all down and pessimistic? Well, actually, I'm not. But I know a lot of people who are living on this, this treadmill all their lives, round and round and round and round, just to discover that it's hollow and it's empty. You know something? Even the most wonderful marriage on the planet, if there's something not quite right inside one of those people there, it can end up being hollow. The problem is we've been conned. This buy me and you'll be happy thing, we know it doesn't work. But what's the alternative? I mean, so often we don't know anything else, so we just keep on going round and round on the same track again and again. You see people swilling around those glossy, ritzy shopping malls. What for? Are they looking for happiness there? These last few weeks on the program, and again this week, we're looking at what it means to discover your destiny, to be the person you were made to be, to live the life you were made to live. And we've been unpacking this sort of emptiness that so many people feel, this, this nagging sense of dissatisfaction. Can I ask you something? As you look forward to the rest of your life, is how you're living it now the way you want to live it for the rest of your days on this earth? Are the things that you're aspiring to, the things that you've been working so hard for, the things that you've been sacrificing your life for, are they really worth it? Is the story, the mantra, the perspective on life that society has somehow infused into you the story that you want for the rest of your life? They might be unsettling questions. I hope actually that they are. Because this week, I want to unpack this paradox. Why is it that things don't seem to be working out in life sometimes? Why is it that somehow we try and live our lives kind of the way we're supposed to, the way that's supposed to make sense, but it doesn't make sense? I don't feel fulfilled. I don't feel like I'm being the me I was meant to be. Why is that? To me, this is the biggest paradox of all. And it's one I had to discover and unlearn the hard way. The great British columnist Bernard Levin once wrote this. Countries like ours, he said, are full of people who have all they desire and yet they lead lives of quiet desperation, understanding nothing but the fact that there is a hole inside and no matter how much food and drink we pour into it, how many motor cars and TVs we stuff it with, however many well-balanced children and loyal friends we parade around the edges of it, it aches. See, so many people relate to that. Sad, but true. Can I ask you today, do you relate to that? As we've been spending this short time together today, are you one of those many people who, if you're really honest with yourself, would say, you know, truly, there is something missing in my life. The way I've been living my life, the way I'm living my life today, is not the way I want to spend the rest of my life. Because if you are, the next question is, so... Uh, what are you going to do about it, huh? You may be thinking that I'm railing against having money or having possessions. I'm actually not. There's nothing wrong with money. There's nothing wrong with having possessions. Have a listen to what wise old King Solomon wrote in the Old Testament book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 5, verse 19. Everyone also to whom God has given wealth and possessions and power to enjoy them and to accept his lot and rejoice in his toil. This is the gift of God. Maybe you have wealth, maybe you have possessions, but do you have the power to enjoy them because that power is a gift from God 
accepting your lot, enjoying who you are, rejoicing in the work you do, all those things are a gift from God. I, like so many people of my generation, made the mistake of believing the mantra of the advertising industry, buy me and you'll be happy. It's not true. It never was true and it never will be true. Happiness and contentment are a gift from God. Joy is something that comes only ever from an intimate, close relationship with God, knowing that through Jesus Christ we've been forgiven, knowing that through Jesus we have a fresh start, a new life, the opportunity to fulfil our individual, custom-made, handcrafted destiny that was written down in God's book of life before any of our days ever existed. The Apostle Paul hits the nail right on the head in first chapter of the book of Ephesians when he writes that God has already blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. And it's only when we lay hold of God's blessing, real blessing, eternal blessing, blessing that lights up our hearts here and now, the very blessing of God himself, that all this stuff that we have, all the things that we do, are enjoyable and make sense. Does that sound like the sort of story you want to live out for the rest of your life? Me too. Believe it or not, when God looks at you, wow, he loves you more than words can say. And he knows you better than you even know yourself. He has some incredible plans for your life ahead. And yet, come on, let's be honest, sometimes... We don't quite know how to lay hold of those plans, yeah? That's why I'd love to send you a free copy of our latest life application booklet. It's called How to Live Your Life to the Full. And it's full of life-changing practical Bible teaching to help you do exactly that, to be all that God created you to be. Amen. To request your free copy, visit ChristianityWorks.com. You'll see that free offer right there towards the top of the homepage. Click on it, pop in your name and email, and that e-booklet will be on its way to your inbox in just seconds. But this is the very last week that this particular booklet will be available, so don't miss out. That web address again is ChristianityWorks.com. Thanks so much for joining me. I'm Bernie Diamond, and I'll catch you again same time tomorrow with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.